Hello, everyone. This is the JML for Real podcast. Yes, that is right. It's the JML for Real podcast. And this is your host, JML, coming at you. And this is a special retirement edition of the podcast. Yes, that's right. The man, the myth, the legend, the goat. Tom Brady has officially retired from the NFL. And uh, you know what? It, the great thing is it's actually official this time as opposed to like those previous times over the course of the last three, three or four days, you know. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, yeah, no, this is going to be about Brady and uh, it, it, as it should be, because, uh, you know, one of the greatest players, of potentially the greatest player of all time, definitely the greatest quarterback of all time has left this game. And uh, before I get too far ahead of myself, though, I, I have a guest host and it is a guest host we have all been waiting to hear from. He, he's dodged out a couple of times early on when they tried to get him on this summer and, you know, but he is finally making his debut on the JML for Real podcast. And it is the one, the only, the Gato, the Binzi Snicker, the Raymond Corbo. How are you doing tonight, Ray? Hey, JML. Um, I'm very excited to be here. Um, you had a you had to start with throwing some shade there on dodging <laughs> as if I as if I didn't want to get in on this thing. Um, it has been very hard to align our schedules and the the attempt for the three of us to do it just unfortunately never worked out. But um, for, for this one, I definitely needed to throw everything else to the side so that I can, you know, make this one work with you. I definitely understand that. And, uh, you know, before we get too dive too much in, uh, he is not a Patriots fan, but uh, you're getting the next best thing talking about Brady. This is two uh, diehard New York Jets fans. So uh, trust me, we, we know him probably better than uh, most of the Patriot fans that are listening. Um, but, um, you know, at the same time, and yes, uh, I, uh, Ray was was supposed to be doing the, um, hopefully we'll be starting the series late, later on this, um, some point in time this year, maybe, maybe actually giving a, uh, maybe in the early off season, who knows, but uh, it was supposed to be a, uh, a double down or take back show for things that were said. And uh, Ray is our counselor and moderator. So it's one of those things where it's like, we'll try to get the whole thing, but unfortunately it's, we couldn't line up the three people at all. But uh, so he is the friend who does have stories that who we've referenced multiple times. Um, um, and actually let's, let's just, now we're not going to detract. Next time you're on though, you, you have to tell your baseball stories uh, of, of who you played with when, uh, uh, you know, in Little League and whatnot, but uh, uh, but we're going to devote tonight completely to Tom Brady. And uh, you know, before we're going to get started with, uh, with with a little bit with a little bit of negative at the beginning, just so we can keep positive the rest of the way. And uh, you know, the truth. Well, is, I think I. Th- okay. You know, I think we're on the same page with this with this negative because I I really just want to say first like. We're, we're technically, sadly, ridiculously, you know, quote unquote, late to the game, but I am so glad that you didn't ask me to be part of this. Um, I'm not going to share my whole thing, but I, but I wrote something on social media, but, you know, we both felt respectful enough to wait until it actually came from his mouth. So, yeah, um, yeah, we should definitely get into that for sure. And honestly, I don't, you know, okay. Would have been nice to get this out last night or or, or uh, earlier this morning, but we are currently recording it as uh, uh, we're we're approaching midnight in the Eastern Standard Time Zone, um, the, the day after that it was announced. But you know the truth is there were so many parts of this, and and honestly, it, it's kind of annoying the circus we had. Uh, the, these people jumping on it early, like he clearly this wasn't the way Brady wanted the retirement news to get announced. And yet people are jumping on it. People can't wait to get the story out. And, and I get it. It's your, it's job of the NFL media to get, uh, to get the story out as soon as possible, but, you know, show the man some respect. Like I feel there should almost be something unwritten that, that uh, if it, if the player was a top five player at their position, let them announce the retirement on their own terms and then blast the story afterwards. Don't, don't, just assume that because you heard wind of something that it's okay to share it around you know 
Brady's father wasn't even 100% sure. Yeah, Brady, him, and Hawk, like he was still making the decision. We, we know that he, this, the decision to retire uh, came uh, w- well before earlier today, but at uh, well before earlier yesterday. But, um, you know, the truth is it wasn't the timing that he wanted. I'm sure Tom Brady, a, a man who has become synonymous with the Super Bowl, did not want to detract from the Super Bowl with the news for his retirement. I'm sure that his original plans were after the, the big game was over, he would then give a day of glory and then he was going to uh, announce and, and be, become the star attraction of the off season. But now with, with the story being forced out into the open, it's one of those things where he, he, will, uh, he will detract from Super Bowl week. He will get, uh, the, it will get maybe even lost in the shuffle of Super Bowl week. I, I, you know, it's not going to say names. I, earlier today, I, I had fully decided I was going to say names, but there's two people in particular that really just showed Tom Brady and NFL fans all over play, uh, the place massive disrespect by coming out and announcing it far earlier than they should have. Uh, anything to add to that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I do. Um, I, I absolutely do. Um, you know, um, it's ironic because um, any story that we want to talk about with Tom Brady, I can share, you know, the Jets fan in me has been as obsessed with hoping the Patriots lose as rooting for the Jets to win. Um, and neither of those things happened a lot in the last 22 years, obviously, <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, since like you know tuck I mean, rule game ending his patriot career when on he wasn't like a, felt right right you know since, since the tuck rule game when he wasn't um you know like that well known i mean i was rooting against him and it was simply because i had picked you know the raiders uh to go to the super bowl that year when my friend and i started doing you know picks uh from you know all the playoff teams but but the point is um you know the journey that i've that I've take, been taken on with Tom Brady, I've started watching Man in the Arena um, pretty, you know, pretty obsessively, got to watch like all of the episodes. And I actually learned that, you know, somebody as great as Tom Brady was uh, only had nine episodes planned for all of his Super Bowls with the Patriots. And while they started recording episode 10 um, in 2020, Brady ended up winning yet another Super Bowl with his, you know, <laughs> first year on the bucks because he's that good and they never made episode 10 but then realized like oh crap we got to make another episode well if you followed the season like i did um the first nine episodes were released consecutively and to this day episode 10 has not been aired what tom brady originally said was you know what like i like to reflect back on the season i'm still in the middle of a 2021 season with the bucks um and I'm, and I'm playing with a lot of the same players. And I think it's a little like inappropriate to reflect on a Super Bowl run with the same team that I'm playing with now. And I totally get it. What, yeah. what I think. And, and, and so this was originally my thought. And then I just happened to look online. When is episode 10 airing? I think that Brady was going to air episode 10 after this season, because they said, we're not going to air episode 10 until after the season. And I don't know if they were if he was planning on winning the Super Bowl or knowing that he was going to lose, obviously, in uh, in the divisional round. But um, I think he was going to say on the show, and I think when it airs, it will say on the show, like, you know, so we got a tenth one, or I got, you know, I got to play the tenth one. I won seven, and I'm done. And whether it's on his podcast or on that show, I just think he's a classy guy that would have announced it in some in some way respectfully away from Super Bowl week um, and instead he had to he never really got in front of the story but he had to share his retirement because not only were people reporting on it but then they had to you know double down on like this has actually happened I think his father just said hey he didn't officially say anything I think this yeah. was a plan I don't blame Brady at all for not wanting to steal from from the highlights of Super Bowl week, um, it's it's all just really unfortunate. If I could say one more thing about it, I've seen some ridiculous comments like, "I'm sure Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes aren't even going to report on Tom Brady retiring," and and I don't think they should because I think they should be focusing on the Super Bowl and not taking to social media to to wish him, you know, uh, 
goodbye. They, they would have had time to do that had he been able to do that the way he wanted to. And it's all just really unfortunate that, you know, that was stolen from him. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate for him. It's really unfortunate for us. It's really unfair to Stafford, Burrow, the Rams, the Bengals. Uh, uh, and, you know, it's this, this circus, this, this clown act that is NFL media, uh, particularly one company that released at the forefront of it that shall remain nameless. And, um, you know, and by extension, NFL Twitter, it's, it was embarrassing. So next time a player, uh, no, okay. There's no players of this magnitude, but next time a top five all time player from the NFL or any sport retires, just, just have a little dignity. How about that? Just have an ounce of shred. Of dignity um tom brady handled it as as great as he could have but you know obviously he's getting hounded by everyone and it's kind of like well no one's going to believe that he's taking a, a full two weeks to make his decision so it's it, so his hand was forced and he was put in a bad situation uh i i will say this about it you know and this is the final negative thing i'm going to say um, this is really the only negative thing I'm going to say about Brady. C- can you not mention Rob Gronkowski by name in your farewell level letter? Like the, he, he was obviously the person you had the most fun with in your career. He followed you from new England to Tampa. He came out of retirement. To you. Just, just say his name in your farewell letter. Like I, I get it that, you know, it's unfair and you, uh, calling people out. You've, you've earned he, he's, he's earned uh, the respect and you've earned the right to, uh, to say him by name. And, you know, it would have also been nice if, if we saw the Patriots mention the farewell letter too. But uh, with that said, hopefully, you know, I, I'm hoping he's going to do, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he can work something out to where the, the Bucks can cut him. He can sign a one day uh, contract with the Patriots and retire New England Patriots because as, as much as he has earned the right to do to do whatever he wants with it, it would be fitting to do it with a coach and an owner that gave him so much. Listen, I, I completely agree with that. Um, I'm just going to quickly say, I know you've shared this about me, so I'll just mention it once. You know, as a counselor who works with couples, one of my things is sometimes to bring out like the hard stuff and like stir up like the conversations that need to happen so so I do get the privilege of like watching uncomfortable conversations and it absolutely would be right for him to have mentioned the Patriots but as a fan of New York sports the fact that he's got all of the Patriots fans up in arms that he didn't mention it I'm not that upset about it okay but you still think Brock should have been mentioned by name right Oh, no, I think the Patriots should have been mentioned. I think Gronk should absolutely have been mentioned. But ju- and, and I hope that he does them right. But the fact that the Patriot fans are upset about it, it makes it just a little, it, just a little entertaining to, to watch it all go down. You know what? It does. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we're still not rooting for the Patriots. <laughs> so... Uh, that's yeah, and, and, and come on, how many Patriots fans do you know that are like, well, the Patriots lost in round one of the playoffs, so now I'll just root for Tom Brady. And it's like, I, I don't know that you get to do that. I don't think Tom Brady gave a crap how the Patriots did in the playoffs. So for you to claim him as you're claiming the team, it's, you know, that I don't I don't think that's fair. And so the fact that he he only mentions the Bucks and he retired the Bucks. It's like, okay, well, you double down on that. And if you're salty that he didn't mention your team, then you're not really a, a Bucks fan or a Tom Brady fan. You're really a Patriots fan. So you can just own that. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, now that all that's out of the way, like it's, um, it, let's just let's just, before we get into the the best moments let, let, let's just talk about one minute talk about him being the goat and I, I i know that it's i know it's talked about a lot that it's many feel it's overplayed by this point in time but his value to not just to the patriots and the buccaneers not just to the nfl 
but to sports in general, like what, since the retirement was official and even before that, um, you know, you're seeing picture, uh, you're seeing things flash up on social media where it's showing him with uh, like Jordan and Serena and, you know, et cetera and whatnot. And uh, the question being asked, it's not being asked if he's the greatest quarterback. It's not being asked if he's the greatest NFL player. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that really quick after this. But, you know, some people are asking, is he the greatest athlete of all time? And if not athlete, then team athlete of all time. And, and honestly, I think it's a very fair, I think it's a very fair question. Like, you know, it's a 22-year career. He went to the Super Bowl 10 times. He almost went to the Super Bowl every other year during the course of his career. Like, um, if you, if you've seen the demographic too many times, if you split his career in half into two 11 year careers, he's a hall of famer on both ends, multiple MVPs, seven Super Bowl champions, um, many Super Bowl MVPs. Like you, you go down the list. He's, he, he's, he's beaten all the records that were held by breeze. Um, he's, he, he never took the single season touchdown pass record back from Peyton Manning, but the two of them went back and forth on that for a little bit. So there are some single season records he never, he, he didn't take back from Manning, but he took all the career stuff back from Breeze. Well, I guess not back from Breeze, but he took it all away from Breeze this year. So it's, we're talking the longevity, we're talking the, the records, we're talking the MVPs, it, we're, we're just talking everything. Like it's not, it's not even a question anymore if he's the greatest quarterback of all time. It's, it, it's a fair conversation. Is he the greatest team athlete? And uh, yeah, um, well, let's after I'll give you a few uh, a few words to weigh in on that, and then we'll talk uh, as far as the NFL. How about it, right? Yeah, I mean, well, like put some of those things you said in a vacuum, right? Like twenty-two seasons, ten Super Bowls. Um, you know, Dan Marino, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play uh in terms of talent in terms of you know we thought for years nobody would ever break his touchdown record right I think statistically he held the touchdown record for the longest the single season touchdown record I remember growing up is this guy going to break Marino's touchdown record is this guy going to break Marino's touchdown record and it I don't know I, I I'd have to look up the statistics but it might be like 20 years that it stood the the point is Made a Super Bowl, I think his second season. Never, never saw it again. Tom Brady made a Super Bowl every other year. Uh, Robert Kraft posted it really well, right? Um, he made the playoffs uh, 19 out of 20 times um, as a starter. And, you know, so that wouldn't count the first season where he wasn't the starter. And the only season that he didn't make the playoffs as a, um, a starter was ironically the year after they won the Super Bowl and you know we'll get into which Super Bowls he fully deserved and and whatnot if we if we want to but you know the fact is that the guy was in the playoffs we it was so ridiculous that when whatever that stretch was that they weren't winning playoff games that was a big deal you know just getting to the playoffs like it was first Cincinnati's first time in the playoffs since I've been a football fan or, you know, winning a playoff game since I've been a football fan. And we're saying like, oh, Brady hasn't won a playoff game in four years. That was the level that we held him to. He was considered slipping because they would, you know, go one and done. Um, but he already had three Super Bowls, you know, under his belt. And then, you know, when, when he went three and two at one point in the Super Bowls, I don't know what anybody else thought, but I certainly didn't think he'd end up seven and three. I, I kind of yeah. was hoping maybe as a Jets fan, like, oh, maybe this is, kind of the end and like you said two hall of fame careers um and again you know watching that show man in the arena um completely different teams completely different teams completely different guys um you know the second run of 11 years was all about him and built around him but but he started over you know so we have these guys who are complaining i don't know if we want to mention other quarterbacks by name who are complaining what they don't have but you know um Julian Edelman, you know, not the greatest wide receiver of all time, probably not even going into the Hall of Fame. You know, how many Super Bowls did he win with Tom Brady? Right. I mean, like, this is what the guy did. Uh, he had good defenses and we can talk about all of that, but, but he put in the work 
And it wasn't just pure talent alone, but the the work and the effort and the results of 10 Super Bowl appearances in 22 years is that's that's never going to be matched. In the NFL. That's fair. That's fair to say. <laughs> um, so, I mean, from a perspective, do you, do you feel he deserves to be in the uh, greatest athlete of all time conversation? Or do you, or do you still, uh, or do you think it has to be greatest team athlete of all time? Oh. And is he, is he definitely in that one too? I mean, he's he I mean, I I think I don't even have to hesitate to say yeah. that he's in the greatest team athlete of all time. Um, I, I get you know, no, obviously he's in that in that conversation, but can can you? Because I've seen some crazy stuff on Twitter that's putting him ahead of Jordan for greatest team athlete of all time. I mean. And this was Jordan's choice, um, but there is something about the longevity. And and listen, I'm not a basketball fanatic the way I'm a football fanatic, so I can't fully appreciate you know the amount of minutes and and all of that and the wear and tear basketball puts on you. And you play both sides of the ball. Um, Average life twenty two years for an NBA player is much longer than an NFL player. Okay, well that, then then okay great thank you for saying that because um jordan kind of goes in like the barry sanders category um barry sand and jordan is the greatest basketball player you know of all time i i would say that but in terms of like athlete of all time 22 years you know 22 years um guys who are really good quarterbacks who started after Brady and retired before him and are going into the hall of fame. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous, right? Guys that he played with this year that he was in the NFL before they were born. (laughs) Yeah. I'm curious if there's another sport that has that, right? I mean, do do 40-year-old basketball players um, play with 18-year-old guys and they've been playing since they were 18? I'm I'm curious because that blew me away when I realized, like, uh, Tom Brady's career is older than Zach Wilson. What? Isn't that currently LeBron's story? Isn't that LeBron 40? No, we're the same age. Oh, He's 36. All right. My bad. I mean, no, it, it had to happen with Nolan Ryan. Didn't he have like a 25-year career? <laughs> Heck, yeah. Vinny Testaverde had a 22-year career. Okay, Vinny Testaverde had a 22-year career. Um, so, so he might have Tom Brady matched on longevity. But but and I, listen, I'm a Jets fan, and he might have been our best quarterback we had in years, and that was the you know one of the greatest runs that I had seen. Um, but the, the longevity is impressive, but it, it's not unmatched. But the the sustained dominance is um, the sustained dominance is it, actually the sustained dominance in theory isn't unmatched either because Bill Russell uh, w- w- with his eleven rings. So uh, so it's un but matching them both in in this era of sports having both the longevity and the dominance it's what's impressive and you know it was one of those things where going back 10 years ago none of us were ever thinking that Brady stood a shot at taking the all all time marks down especially with Peyton Manning but then he out uh you know uh Peyton Manning in the sport, but then he outlasted Peyton by what is it, six years? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was he outlasted Peyton by six years, and he w- was able to outlast Breeze, who you know, let's let's not forget that he played well into his forties. Um, you know, t- taking the all-time marks to go with the dominance, to go with the winning, to to go with the longevity. It just we have not seen this 
combination of all of that in team sports ever. So, so uh, I beat yeah. around the bush. I'm just going to say this greatest team sports player of all time. And, you know, I think it's very unfit when the championships are there. I think it's very unfair to say that uh, to diminish a team athlete based on them being part of a team as opposed to an individual. Because if the championships are, if the championships back it up, I'm not talking about somebody who is, you know, who who is dominant like, um, like Marino was, but didn't back it up with championships or, uh, or Barkley or, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but somebody who made the Super Bowl 10 times does, uh, in 22 years deserves to be in the conversations with even the, uh, the greatest individual athletes of all times. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that, Tom, uh, that if, you know, you forced me to pick a you know, gun to my head, that I would take Tom Brady over Michael Phelps or Serena Williams. But I would, I would definitely think about it for a few minutes. Well, can I just say one thing about it? Um, you know, at 44 years old, um, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but in terms of like the regular season, which we always say like Tom Brady just has like an average regular season. And then it's like the playoffs where he's, you know, like known. Um, how good was he this year? If you didn't put his age next to other people and you just had blind stats, um, didn't he li- lead Tom the Brady in completions? To the didn't MVP he lead the league, league in yards? Tom Brady so, so in his to 44th year. So, so when – I'm just going to start naming guys, right? Like when Ben Roethlisberger retires, people are like, hey, Hall of Fame career, you kind of hung on a little late. When Peyton Manning, one of, you know, the smartest quarterback to ever play, in my opinion, and, you know, one of the most talented quarterbacks to play, he got carried to that Super Bowl. Brady had some rough years on the Patriots, but but something happened on the Bucks. He, you know, he looked like, well, like, you know, Tom, Tom Brady in the past, like five years ago, when it, it, he's been setting the league on fire, he, he's it's not like it wasn't like, hey, you know, it's time to retire. Look at the signs. It's I'm going to retire now while I'm still like really good before it looks like I should have retired already. He never we never got to see. Is this the year Brady goes flat? I mean, if you consider losing to the Rams going flat, sure. But I. I mean, he had a fantastic comeback and almost pulled it off. I, I don't. I think we can say he never really went flat outside of like two years on New England, at the end. Uh, the last. I, I feel like you saw signs of aging with Brady for like the last four years of his Patriots career, but then, like, uh, like, like all old people do, they move down to Florida and they revitalize their lives. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there I get a Brady shot in, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, it's it, it could have just been a simple changing of the climate. It could have been the whole needing to prove himself without Bill. Uh, I I would love to think that the warm weather in Florida did help him, like it did help him somewhat. You know, uh, let's let's be honest, like no player who's had. Uh, Who's had twenty years worth of beatings on their uh, on their body? Really, really wants uh, wants to get out in the snow or uh, ten degree weather anymore, right? <laughs> like, um, yeah. So I, I I would like to think that it's the change of scenery, the needing uh, to prove himself without Bill, and the um, and, and really just a better weather and climate probably more than anything were the factors, but, um, you know, Tom Brady should 100% be uh, the MVP of the league this year. Um, okay. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is very close to be in the conversation as a matter of, okay. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are both um, should both be in the consideration for it. But honestly, after Rogers toyed with the media uh, too much this year and, uh, I don't know. Rogers got to be a little bit annoying with, with, with some of the stories throughout the course of the year. 
I, I would like to think that sports writers are going to be like, yeah, this guy annoyed us this year, and this guy retired this year, so we're going to give it to the guy who retired. So, yeah, and yeah, I mean, well, that's what I was saying. I didn't, I didn't say him by name, but but since you named him, I mean, like complaining that Devonte Adams is your only, you know, wide receiver. Man, as a Jets fan, I would love if Devonte Adams was my only wide receiver. Um, yeah, si- sign me up for that. Um, and I'm sure Tom Brady would have loved that too, because, like I said, for, oh, for years, Tom Brady had, had the love. You know, Julian Edelman. Tampa. He did, he did, but but I, I still don't know that you know it was he ever had his best wide receiver. I think was the Randy Moss, and and look what happens, right? They they both broke records. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's um, just just one quick segue, and, th- and then we'll get into our top uh, uh, our top five best Brady moments. Uh, I, you know, I, honestly, Brady's best moments aren't going to be my fi- my favorite moments of Brady. My my favorite <laughs> moments of Brady are going to be uh, very different ones than his best. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep it the best and uh, we'll leave the Jets fan out. But I, I, as, as, as Jets fans, we'll also give our favorite moment uh, of Brady too. Uh, how about that? We'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll, we'll take that final shot on the way out. We got a few good ones. Okay. Uh, but but um, as far as NFL, is he the greatest NFL player of all time? Um, like I know we did, we're too young to have really seen LT the Lawrence Taylor play. We're we're I mean we are way too young to ever have seen Jim Brown play. Uh, and it's really hard to judge a player off of their highlights or whatnot. But get, can we? And those were the consensus consensus one and two before Brady. Can can we officially call Brady the greatest NFL player of all time? Or is it unfair to compare eras and just allow them to be in the conversation with Lawrence Taylor and Jim Brown? Man. Um, I know this one's a tough question, so. It is tough because, you know, again, never seeing them play, um, but in, in the era of the quarterback, Brady is absolutely the greatest to ever play that position, but um, yeah, I mean, again, I've only seen highlights, but I, I have heard that Lawrence Taylor caused people to think twice about just how good one player on defense can make your team. Well, and um, you know, the whole concept of the blind side got talked about, and the uh, the left tackle became almost the most important position on the offense to fill because of Lawrence Taylor. Um, I, with that said, though, I'm not like I Lawrence Taylor demonstrated an extreme amount of dominance. I, I'm I'm not going to argue that, but it's kind of like what. Is there a better way to dominate than making the Super Bowl 10 times in 22 years? And I get it. Joe you know, played for a lot of championship uh, winning uh, teams, uh, you know, before the Super Bowl was around. And, and he, he definitely went, was in the championship game more than 50% of the years he played. Um, so I, I, I don't, man, I, I, I wish I, I'm I'm probably just gonna go with the I know it's a cop out, but I I can't definitively say Brady's better than Brown, but at the same time I really want to. As far as overall, import you know overall importance to the uh, to the NFL. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you say greatest, right? I guess you have to clarify. Like we're not talking about most talented. We're not talking about freak athlete i mean there's a reason he was drafted 199 you know if you go back and look at him like he wasn't that impressive his his whole career is his work ethic and um yeah you know just just never giving up and and we'll get to some greatest moments and 
you know, everybody knows, you know, one of the greatest moments of what never giving up really looks like, but um, he just, he just doesn't stack up in terms of like raw talent, which makes him that much more impressive. You know, Lawrence Taylor was a beast, right? I mean, like guys looked at him and they were afraid of him and, and he played that way for sure. And he earned it, but Tom Brady was just like, he was the greatest because he just proved you wrong time and time and time again. Is this year this guy's going to fall through? Is this guy really that good? Is he just a system quarterback? No, he's, he's actually this good, right? He can win with this guy. He can win with this guy. Um, he can win when the defense, um, you know, puts the game on their shoulders. He can win when he has to, you know, uh, throw for 500 yards and, you know, like he, he just won that like he just won over and over. And I, and I think that earns the title of greatest. Um, I know we're biased, but then I, like I said, I haven't seen the other guys play, but yeah, I'm going to say greatest NFL player of all time. All right. So um, from, from five to one, my um, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this, but, I, I feel I need to list it at the very least. So from five to one, um, best Brady moments in my opinion. And you know, honestly, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take most of them directly from from the Super Bowl. But uh, number five, I'm going I'm going to go with uh, uh, number five on my list. Definitely has to be when he was eighteen and zero heading into the Super Bowl. And it, it's, this isn't a, a shot trying to make jokes or uh, or anything. And, you know, because as a Jets fan, I, I don't want to give Giants credit at all. Um, and it's, you know, that, that, that Super Bowl was a rough Super Bowl because it's kind of like I don't want to live with the Giants fan because because of where, where I live. Because, you know, the truth is Giants fans as a whole are pretty insufferable. Um, I, I said it. Wow. <laughs> from a Jets fan's point of view, I have I have no problem with the Giants themselves when I know I don't have to be around their fans. Um, but so this isn't me uh, el- alluding to his loss in the Super Bowl, but getting to that point that season, uh, breaking Manning's uh, touchdown record with the fifty-one with Randy Moss, and you know really. The, the offensive talent uh, absolutely showcased uh, Wes Welker there, uh, so on and so forth. I think Corey Dillon lined up with that team too, if I remember correctly. Just really, when you look at it, uh, it was it was the most superstar talented uh, offense that he had uh, before Tampa. And um, re- really, when it comes down to it, you got to see what he could do with with other superstar players. So it's. Um, 19 and 0, shoot, 20 and 0 now. It would have to be, it, it's not going to happen. So, you know, uh, the Dolphins are, are completely safe. They're completely okay at this point in time. And I, I would like to think that that 18 and 0 is, is as close as we will ever see again. And it, it deserves to make my top five. It, uh, it deserves to make my top five. Um, number four, it, it, it obviously comes uh, – it, it's not so much what Brady did, but this is more of a Patriots moment as a whole. Uh, you know, re- really when it comes down to it um, – yeah, really really when it comes down to it, this is what reignited the, the Patriots to, to come back. This was, um, yeah, uh, obviously the um, uh, – the, the, that they had one more year gap in between, but that Malcolm Butler interception against Seattle and Tom Brady uh, finally getting ring number four and, and really restarting his career over at that point in time uh, is a big Brady moment for me. Cause it, you know, honestly, it was it, the, from a Jets fan's perspective, it's not, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't the best. Um, I, I wasn't completely upset that the Patriots won that game. I'm going to be completely honest. I, um, I, I've never been a huge Seahawks person, but uh, you know, at, at the same time, it was one of those things where it kicked off the second half of his career that just regave birth to the legend. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a milestone. Um, 
coming in obviously at the at the third spot you you had to put it somewhere on the list and that's when he took down the greatest show on turf the first time it happened obviously the controversy of the talk rules swirling around and uh him taking the job over from Bledsoe, so on and so forth but having a chance to get that whole first super bowl ring the whole thing started taking down a team that you know taking down a team that was looked like it was impossible to take down I know that we had all seen the Ravens with that uh, with that incredible defense the year before and the British show on turf win uh, the year before that. And a lot of people were rooting for that Baltimore, uh, uh, um, St. Louis, not Los Angeles, that Baltimore St. Louis Super Bowl. And, you know, um, we, we never got it. And it was disappointing that uh, we, we never got it. And a, a lot of people just the, the Patriots didn't have any expectations for that game. They were supposed to get walked all over. And Tom Brady emerges as his first Super Bowl and the legacy begins. Coming in at two, he won it without Bill. Um, the, the Buccaneer Championship of just a year ago. It's That's nothing really more to say about that. Yeah, obviously, great defense fueled them throughout the playoffs. But, you know, at the end of the day, he won one without Bill. And that's huge because, you know, now all the and, – and I think Bill's – legacy as uh, as goat for coach like greatest coach of all time uh it is definitely still cemented but um brady at the point in time when he won that super bowl you could no longer deny that brady was the goat amongst quarterbacks you could no longer he's no longer one of the best he by anyone who is not being completely irrational brady has to be the greatest quarterback of all time when he won it with Tampa Bay and coming in at number one, 28 to three. And I'm just going to leave it at that and not say anything more. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I mean, they're, they're almost exactly the same. So I guess I'll just share maybe a little bit of a different angle of some that you shared. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll start a little bit differently with, um, you know, you said 18 and 0. And as a Jets fan, I mean, some of my best friends are Giants fans. I would say they're the few non-belligerent Giants fans that I know. The greatest part about watching the Giants win the Super Bowl was watching the Patriots lose it. But um, I, I still think like, um, you know, 17 and 0, that's the Dolphins. That's their perfect record. But I think if I'm remembering right, it's a 14 and 0 regular season. And they're never going to get the credit for for doing it but i don't know if 16 and 0 is ever going to be duplicated if you look at it the patriots were the first team to actually want it go for it right the colts had it a few years ago gave it up they didn't even win the super bowl doing it um i i just think that like they were in a different mind frame to actually do it and and every game was like almost every game was like a dominant win you know, while going 16 oh, yeah. and 0, they yeah. set the regular season record for points. Um, it was it was dominating. And in the last game, you know, when they had nothing to play for except for 16 and 0, uh, Brady and Moss decided to set their you know individual records um, versus the Giants. You know, and, <laughs> yeah, yep. And, 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 you know, you could even say that ended up biting them because then the Giants got to see the Patriots. But but the point is that, you know, just the 16-0 and regular season, I had a lot of respect for it. Um, I had a lot of anger at the time watching that Giants game and a lot of elation weeks later watching the other game against the Giants. But, uh, you know, just, just going 16-0, and like you said, 18-0, and um, and that's, you know, that's obviously part of it. But I'm curious if we get when the next time. So now it's 17 and 0, which will, you know, when do we get a 17 and 0 regular season? I don't know. Let's, let's see. <laughs> we, we knew, we knew going in that that was the chief's record, right? That was their goal. All they cared about was 20 and 0. Yep. Um, I don't know what they ended up. It wasn't close. Um, and they didn't even get, they're not even playing next week. So, um, so, it's, so to it's be very fair, far. The Chiefs ended the year much better than they started it. The, the team. Sure. They did. But again, 16 and 0 from start to finish, you don't get a bad week. Nope. You know? Um, so um, uh, you didn't put in the Super Bowl uh, 
And I guess if we're going by greatest Brady moments, um, I would include the uh, Carolina Super Bowl. Okay. Um, and and maybe it's just because I just didn't like him or didn't buy into it or thought they were going to get, you know, throttled by the Rams. But, you know, that's probably one of the Super Bowls where, you know, listen, holding the Rams to 17 points was was ridiculous. And if you saw how good the greatest show on turf actually was, they're down 17 to three and you blink and suddenly it's 17, 17, you know? Um, but, um, interesting fact, I don't think Brady has ever scored a point in the first quarter of a Super Bowl. Um, but, but some of those games or some of, some of those quarters in, uh, in that Super Bowl against the Panthers, um, yeah, he his, you know, he, he was just clicking, he was completing everything. Um, so, so I give that, uh, Super Bowl, um, you know, I, I put that in there um, for myself. Um, number three, I, I do have the Malcolm uh, Butler, you know, Super Bowl. And look, there was a lot of luck and fortune um, at the end there, but there was also a lot of luck, you know, like guy doesn't catch the ball off his helmet and the Patriots are 19 and 0. And, you know, we're yeah. talking about that as a clear number one, that, that would surpass 28 to three, which, which we'll get to. Um, but the other thing interesting about the Super Bowl against Seattle is, if I remember, that was the year after they just dismantled the Broncos, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that um, Seattle team obliterated Peyton in the, uh, in the Super Bowl the year before. And that wasn't a bad Peyton. That was a Peyton that took back, uh, that broke all of Ray, uh, Brady's Moss records. Yep. Like, Yep, Manning that's correct. 55 touchdown passes. They had they set the NFL record for offensive yards in a season. Manning set the single season record for yards passed in a season. Like it, go go down the list. It was the gr- historically greatest offensive season of all time, which yep. it, you know, which um almost a decade later, like we're talking almost eight years later now at this point, maybe even nine. I forget how I, I don't remember which specific year it was in a very pass happy league, those records still haven't been beaten by anyone. So. Yeah. Um, and, but, but Brady, you know, he really humbled the Legion of boom. Um, again, it was a close Super Bowl, and there was a little bit of fortune at their end, but it, it wasn't uh, 43 to eight. You know, he, he put up his points consistently. They, they made plays. I, think that might be the game in that might be the Super Bowl where he has the highest completion percentage. Um, Is it because they it, score a ton of points? No, but it was um, were really like stopped, right? Like the slants okay. were just killing them. I mean, yeah, he had like, you know, the Edelmans and, and those kinds of guys, but um, he I just saw a different Brady than you had seen, you know, from the last time he won the Super Bowl. Um, It was, it was unequivocally like, again, he had a huge play at the end, but it was unequivocally like he was a reason that they were winning that game. Um, uh, So I think that's number three uh, for me. Um, Number two, um, yeah, last last year, uh, as a Jets fan, grew up uh, rooting against Tom Brady all the time. And, and you and I may differ on this one a little, Jay Mill, but um, I, I've never been like a pro Kansas City guy. And um, you know, something about their swagger that I just didn't didn't love. And in a COVID year, there was something familiar and safe and comfortable about Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. You know, you look up and you're like, well, everything isn't so different after all, you know, like t- somehow in a different uniform, in a different state, and Tom Brady won another Super Bowl. Yeah. It just felt like, it just felt comforting. It, and it's weird to say, but but I remember okay. feeling that. I need to address something real quick. Like, I am not a cheese fan by any stretch of the imagination. Cheese. 
Chiefs were a pick for the Super Bowl for me because I knew I was getting a little crazy with the uh, um, I knew I was getting a little crazy on the San Francisco end. You know, when, when you're making your Super Bowl picks at the beginning of the season, you go with one team that should be there and one team that, if things go right, you think can uh, can be there, um, you know, because you see something in it. And my, my ladder was San Francisco, so now I'm looking for an AFC team because, you know, because I really believe in San Francisco. Now I'm looking for an AFC team that's a safe play and – at that point, you know, what was safer than Kansas City? And, and, and like, yeah, I don't I don't speak good of Kansas City because I, I like them or anything. I speak good of Kansas City because they're a good team. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't disagree with you. I just um, there was something exciting about, um, you know, first home team for, for yeah, first team to host the Super Bowl. He started completely on the road with a new team. Um, and everybody thought they were going to win that first game against, you know, Washington. But, um, you know, after that, they really um, – all of those wins were definitely earned. Um, and they were not just, you know, the defense. I mean, Brady was really good. Um, the defense definitely helped in the Super Bowl for sure. But, you know, he still got his uh, – I think it was 31 points. And, yeah, I mean, it was – um again 43 years old still had it and none of us really thought that was going to happen after the way he left you know new england and and the no, way that they were kinda, he was on the decline yeah yeah he ended his patriots career on a pick six. Oh, interesting that was that that's the last play that happened against the uh titans yeah okay and what's your number one I mean, come on. Um, listen, um, huh, I'm not supposed to say this as, uh, you know, a counselor, but um, I, I definitely could say that I grew up vehemently rooting against this guy and channeling a lot of anger in other areas of my life that turned towards hate on Tom Brady. I had a lot more joy than you did when the Giants won the Super Bowl, you know, for that game i was a giants fan would have wore giants gear if i owned it okay, what, what, because wait, of what how about your excited. top brady moment uh your, your your best brady moment not not your favorite one your best brady moment you you oh, did i'm getting you did i'm getting i'm getting to it oh my bad no i'm getting to it okay and so there was something about deflate gate which you know i don't know if we're going to get into that but i think um at the end of the day that they needed um you know, uh, a fall guy and, and there wasn't a lot of evidence either way, but he gets suspended for four games and, you know, like the Patriots are still really good. They go three and one without him. I think they only lost one game when he came back, they go to another Super Bowl, but suddenly I'm thinking like, Oh, they're going to lose. And you know, that's, it's always exciting when they, when they lose. I think if I remember correctly, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't, um, no, uh, the Philadelphia one happened after. So it was like yeah. looking forward to watching them lose another one. And as soon as Matt Ryan got sacked and fumbled the ball on that ridiculous drop back, um, I just thought they can still win this game. And then it's – I don't remember the exact numbers of, of points, but – uh, before Edelman made that catch, I thought they might win this game, really. And then when he made the catch, I said, they're going to win this game. Tom Brady is not going to lose this game. And everybody can say whatever they want about overtime rules and all of that. It was just a formality. Uh, they, they won the game. And that's, um, you know, my point is that the hate turned a lot to respect. Um, I never rooted for him while he was a Patriot, but I got, I got to witness one of the greatest moments in NFL history in Super Bowl history, first Super Bowl to go into overtime. It beats the one yard Super Bowl, which you never thought would, you know, that you thought that one would stand for, I mean, you thought that one could stand forever, right. On the half yard line. Um, it was, it was incredible. Um, and it was all him. It was all him. I mean, the defense stood up, but like you're, you're down 28 to three, like, 
there's nobody in the NFL other than Tom Brady who's like, all right, well, well, you know, you just got to keep trying. I mean, he admits that he thought like we're going to lose, but you know, we're not going to give up. And then suddenly, very quickly, it turned to we're going to actually do this. So twenty-eight to three, you know, that's that's it. Um, all right, now a little bit of feel good uh, for the Jets fans and us because we we just spent the whole uh, podcast praising a guy who who has at least given us some level of anguish throughout his career, and it, it, it's fitting to. Um, to, to go here at the end. My favorite Brady moment of all time is when the Patriots career was finally over with that pick six against Tennessee. I, I, I love the fact that Brady and Belichick broke up with a pick 60 in their final play. Mm. No, that's fair. Um, I, I would go a little bit different. Um, and it's just like, I, I still don't fully know and understand how this happened. But, um, you know, I, I've had season tickets to Jets games since 1993, up until when I went to college in, in 2002. It was hard to have season tickets when we were going to school in Pennsylvania, right? But um, something about like, I, I remembered when the Jets got beat 45 to three, I was, I looked at my wife and I said, I don't think I've ever seen them lose this badly. And then you hear this is the worst loss since 1980 something. And I'm like, Oh, okay, that's true. Um, and then, you know, um, our, uh, you know, very uh, braggadocious uh, coach was like, Oh, I want to go out there and play them again. And I'm just like, shut up, just, just, just shut up, shut up. And then a couple of weeks later, when it, when it actually mattered, didn't, didn't translate to a Super Bowl or anything, but you know, we, we beat them. Um, 28 21 and, and the defense and the defense beat him and, and it was 28 21 but it was it was 28 14 and the game was over and they came back and made it 28 21 all 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 that bart scott ran his mouth for he, he he came in he uh came up huge in that game to to get us up um 14 0 i think it was at the time <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, and it was just like, listen, I mean, I have a lot of, I don't know why, but a lot of my close friends are Patriots fans. Sometimes I, I think I have bad friends or I'm bad at making, bad at having friends, but you know, I heard a lot of crap after 45 to three, deservedly so. Um, but you know, a couple of weeks later, smacked them in the mouth. Um, and that was, yeah, that was, that was a really, really good moment. Um, you know, that was still in there, like, hadn't made a Super Bowl again run. So that was also very exciting. Um, you know, that was before the Seattle Super Bowl when they, you know, started started winning again. So it was it was there was just a lot to be excited for about that. Like once again, you know, like fell short. And yeah, I was I was thrilled. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that, that's it, guys. Thank, thank you. I know Tom Brady's never going to hear this podcast, but you know, at, at this the same time, thank you, Tom Brady, for a for an unmatched career. Uh, thank you for the memories. Yeah, okay. I I I will I will always have memories like uh like that uh, twenty eight to twenty one or or uh, uh pick six from a former teammate. Um, you know, well, that'll be some of my fonder memories of you, but. When it comes down to it, I will also always remember, you know, winning without Bill, twenty-eight to three, um, flirting with flirting with perfection. Like there, I, I will always remember the, the the players that you played with that that, that you you know uh, that you excelled, that you helped make even better than uh, what they were. Whether it was uh, uh, Welker or Edmund or Brown or um, uh, that would be Troy Brown. <laughs> Uh, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, even the revival of Leonard Fournette. So thank you uh, for the memories. Thank you for the greatness. And, you know, thank you for being the guy who just took that bullseye that we that we wanted to throw out and who probably put it on your chest and uh, somehow managed to just distort our vision as we were taking the shot. So, um, 
so thank you very much. Thank you everyone for tuning in and listening. Thank you for everyone who's been a part of the JML 3 community. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that, I, I know we didn't cover anything that uh, th that everyone didn't know, but it, it's, uh, thank you for joining us as a stroll, uh, you know, a stroll down memory lane with one, with about one of the greatest that we will ever witness in um, really kind of in, in, in anything when, when it comes down to it. He, he was an example of a winner. He was an example of excellence. He was an example of hard work. So thank you for joining us on the journey as we uh, just reminisce of, a, of an NFL that um, was home to Tom Brady. And um, any final words, Ray? Yeah, I, I just want to say, um, you know, when I watched, uh, you know, man, man in the arena and Tom Brady talked about some of the, you know, um, uh, you know, negative uh, press that's been he's been accused of or that's been levied against him. He, he said something that I just really appreciate. And he he owned it. He said, if you're talking, you're losing. Um, and, and the guy, when he played the game, everybody just had to shut up because you watched him play and you could, there's nothing that you could say. It was, it was greatness. Um, you know, uh, yeah. And, and that's why we could say it's the, he's the greatest because there's nothing you could say when you watched, if you watched him play and as Jets fans, we both, we watched him play a lot. We watched him play games that didn't, he wasn't playing our team, hoping for outcomes that did not happen often. Um, and, and we just had to shut up. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, on that happy note, uh, we are, we are just going to make sure to say a, a wonderful good night to Rob Gronkowski because, you know, apparently you can't be mentioned by name by Brady, but, uh, we mentioned you by name, Rob. And, uh, we, we just really hope that someday you're able to get that insurance. <laughs>